comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afuakwa. Pastor Afuakwa is the founder and general overseer of Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to preach and teach the word of faith for people to know God better, live life better, and impact their world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Thank God for another opportunity and privilege to come before His presence once again. It's a joy to come your way uh, with God's Word and to share fellowship with you in your homes, in your offices, or wherever you may be. I'm sure that on Sunday, by all means, you stay at home with your family and not be walking about. We thank God for His care and love. Here we are in the fifth month of the year. A lot has happened in the past few months. God has been gracious and merciful and I trust that in this service he's going to bless your life as well. Bow down your head as we share a word of prayer. Father in the name of Jesus we are grateful unto you for your love and for your mercy. Thank you Lord for your kindness unto us. Thank you for your favor and your mercy we have enjoyed and experienced the past four months. Thank you for this fifth month. Thank you that your grace shall be released in immeasurable measure unto us. We give you praise in this service. Thank you that in this month, doors of favor shall open unto us. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Thank you that this demonic plague shall be over also. In Jesus' precious name. We thank you and we bless you that life restores to normalcy. Even in this month. In Jesus' matchless name. Amen. Great. God is good all the time. God is good. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 1. But of the times and seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. For unto the times and seasons. But for the times and seasons, you have no need that I write unto you. First Chronicles chapter 12 verse 32. And of the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do. The heads of them were 200, and all their brethren were at their commandment. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse number 1 and 2. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck that which is planted. So we've been teaching on understanding the times and seasons. Understanding the times and seasons. And we said that it's important we understand the times so we will know the right action, the right steps to take. And to do the right things even in these uncertain times. So we started by teaching on the time of life. 
We talked about a time to own your health. We talked about a time to unite. And last week, Wednesday, I started teaching on a time to change. And I'm going to continue in the part two of a time to change. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 to 19. Isaiah 43, verse 18 to 19. He said, remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Genesis 18, 22. He said, while the earth remaineth, Seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. Genesis 8:22. Seed time and harvest, cold and winter, day and night shall not cease. I'm sure that when you read that text, you see seasons and times coming there. It said there's a time, seed time and harvest time. These are changing seasons. Cold season changes so the heat season will come. The summer goes so that the winter will come. Day goes so night will come. They, they exchange positions. And that is what life is. Life is full of changes. So we started by exploring what it means to change. We said to change means to transform. To change means to transform. We see that in the book of Romans chapter 12. It said be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So to change is to transform. To change is to become different or do things differently. That's what it means to change. To change means to become different or do things differently. The Bible says even if man be in Christ, he's a new creature. He becomes a new person. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So to change is to become new or to become something different. To change is also to lay aside the old and embrace the new. To lay aside the old and embrace the new. And 2020 has really taught us that we need to let go of many old things in order to embrace things that are new, things that we are not used to, things that we are not so familiar with. And that is what life is all about. Life is designed for continuous growth and for continuous, for a person to experience continuous growth Change is a vital necessity. Change is a natural part of our lives. Not everybody loves it. And it's always difficult for us. Change does not come easy or natural to any of us. But change is a vital necessity for us to experience progress. Be it in our relationships. Be it in our careers. Be it in our spiritual lives. It is vital that we welcome and we we relate with change in the most appropriate way. On Wednesday, I shared three foundational thoughts with you about change. Number one, we said that change comes in different shapes and forms. Change comes in different shapes and forms. There are changes that are drastic. Other changes may also be very gradual. There are changes that are great. Others are very small changes. Changes may be physical or spiritual. Changes may be mental. In your own life, I'm sure you've made certain significant changes in your life. As a nation, we are being demanded or required to make certain changes in the way we relate with one another. Changes may be social. Changes may be emotional. Changes may be local or logical. Changes come in different shapes and forms. But one thing is certain. Change is common to all. 
Change. Everything goes through change. Number two, we said change is never easy for anyone. I know that you may be dealing with certain areas of your life. You may be struggling to change certain habits. And you think that you are left alone. It's difficult for you. I want you to know that you are not the only person to face. You are not the first person and you won't be the last person to face a difficulty having to change. Change comes with a difficulty. I said that there will always be a conflict at the curve of change. Anytime you want to change, you see that you come face to face with a conflict. We are told in Romans chapter 7 verse 18 to 19. This is Apostle Paul. He said, I know that nothing good lives in me. That is in my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. This is Apostle Paul. Born again, saved. But he was struggling, changing certain things about his life. And so if you are dealing with any area where you want to make certain significant changes, but you are finding a difficulty, I want you to be encouraged and to know that you are not alone. The grace of God is sufficient for you. The Bible says God is able to make all grace abound to you. That you always have an all sufficiency will abound unto every good work. So God is able to make grace available for us to make the needed and the necessary changes required. Including the changes that we are required to undertake in these times because of the COVID-19. Number three, we said change is necessary for all. Change is a vital necessity for everybody. There is nobody who lives on earth who will not experience one change or the other. He said there is a time for everything under the sun. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to sow and a time to harvest. All of these things tell us that life is full of changes. If there is a time you are going to die, then there is a certain way you ought to live your life. When we understand that life is full of changes, it helps us to live wise lives. It helps us to walk in wisdom. So it's important. And we talked about five different ways people relate to change. As common as change is, as necessary as change is, not everybody relates to change in the most appropriate way. There are those we said who dread change. There are people who are change phobias. They fear change. Any change, anytime you talk to them about change, they begin to think about, they begin to hallucinate. They see all kinds of things. And then, of course, there are those who deny change. They can see change, but they still deny change. And then, of course, there are those who defy change. They resist change. Sometimes they try their best to resist change as much as they can. And then, of course, we said that those who dismiss change, they, no matter what change is happening, they just try to drive it away. But listen, you can't drive change away. And then, of course, we said that those who decide change, these are people who initiate change. They make choices that helps them to benefit from change. In this service, I want to walk you through 10 reasons why I believe it's important that you become open and receptive to change. If you are going to advance in life, one of the things you need to master is change. There is nobody who advances. There is no society that advances. There is no corporation or business or church that will see progress without being open to change. Until we open ourselves to change, there is no way we are likely to become the best of people God designed us to be. You need to change. Nations go through change. Families go through change. 
Because change is such that a change is embedded in creation. God created us as made us creatures of change. We are all subject to change. Your body will not continue to be as strong as it is forever. Whether or not at a certain age in your life, even if you want to run like Usain Bolt, you cannot run it. Your mind may be ready to run, but your body can simply not sustain it. So change is something that happens to all of us. Some of them are positive, some of them are negative. But we need to be prepared and open for change. Why must we be open? Ten reasons why you must be open and receptive to change. Number one, because change is constant. Change is constant. While you are trying your best to dismiss change, it is already happening. Change is constant. You either flow with change or change will pass you by. Look at what the Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 14. He said, enjoy prosperity while you can. But when half time strike, realize that both come from God. Remember that nothing is certain in this life. Amazing. Can you come to terms with the fact that nothing is certain in this life? Some of you, as unfortunate as it is, before this COVID, you had jobs you could wake up and go to. But after COVID, and after just this short time, some of you may have lost your job. It's a change. And you must learn to cope with it. It's a change. It's a negative change. And you can decide to make the most out of it, or you can decide to become the worst out of it. Some people lose their jobs, which is a form of change. And the best they can think about is to take their lives. They begin to feel hopeless and think that life is not worth living anymore. Some people lose their family member. They lose a loved one. And it looks like they are never able to put their lives together again. Listen, life will always present you with different forms of change. Changes come to us. Some of us, it's not, just, it's not that we have lost our jobs. Our salaries have been cut down. It's a change. And you must learn to live with it. It's, it's as difficult as you are having to depend on this meager salary you are now dealing with. Your boss is also struggling to keep the company. It was a choice. It was a choice between keeping you and giving you a little salary or letting you go and start with your family. It's a change. You must learn to deal with it. Change is constant. Everything in the universe is subject to change except God and his word. That's why we need to know. The Bible says in the book of Malachi chapter 3 verse 6, I am the Lord, I change not, therefore ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. In the book of Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8, the Bible said Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. We are told in James chapter 1, he said, do not err my beloved brethren. Every good and every perfect gift coming from God, the father of lights, with whom is no variableness. James chapter 1 verse 16 and 17. In whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So everything changes. Mark chapter 13 verse 31. He said, heaven and earth shall pass away, including COVID-19. It shall pass away, but my word shall never pass away. If there is anything you can trust, if there is anything you can rely on, it's God and his word. The integrity of God's word can always be trusted. Those are the two forces that never change. God and his word. That's why those who will be able to overcome change and get the best out of change are people who learn to put their trust and confidence in God. 
if your confidence and your hope was in your job, now that you were asked to go home, how are you going to make it? If your confidence was in a loved one, whom unfortunately you may have lost in this season, how are you going to cope? If your confidence was in your husband, when he told you that I'm no longer interested in this marriage, I'm tired and I'm walking away, how are you going to cope? It's important that we appreciate that change is constant in life. Listen, the certainty of change makes us cautious in times of peace and prosperity and hopeful in times of crisis and adversity. This is very, very important. The fact that change, nothing is permanent. The fact that everything goes through change helps us to be able to de- walk in wisdom in times of abundance. Now you have money. Tomorrow you may not have as much money as you have. That's why it's important that everything that enters your hand must not just be wasted. You need to wisely invest. You need to wisely save some. Because today you have abundance. Tomorrow you may not have anything. That's why it's critical that you learn how to manage yourself. The certainty of change makes us cautious in times of crisis, in times of peace and prosperity, and hopeful in times of crisis and adversity. Where you also know that an adverse situation or a bad situation will change. It keeps you hopeful. Why will you want to take your life? Because you've lost your job? No. Because you are hopeful. Just like Job said, there is hope for a tree that if it be cut down through the scent of water, it shall sprout again. The Bible said, why we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Number two, ten reasons why you need to be open and receptive to change. One, change is constant. Two, change is foundational for growth and maturity. Change is foundational for anything to experience growth it must go through a phase of change, a season of change. Change is critical for growth and maturity. Apostle Paul was speaking. He said, when I was a child, I thought as a child. I reasoned as a child. I understood as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Maturity demands that we change. You cannot grow. You cannot claim you are an adult when you, you, you decide that you are, not going to, you are going to still wear pampas. No. When you have to grow, you have to change. Change is a vital necessity for growth. Anything that grows, changes. No one ever grows without changing. The Bible said, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You can't keep on growing when you are thinking like a baby. Thinking like a child. Planning, acting and talk, talking like a child. No. Change demands that you grow. Change is essential for growth and maturity. If you are going to grow, you have to mature. If you stay with your parents forever, you will not grow. At a certain point in your life, you may have to move on. Rent a place, single room, stay there, and then you grow. Everything that grows changes. Change is foundational for growth and maturity. Number three, change is critical for survival at all times. Change is critical for survival at all times. You see, the Bible said, they that trust in the Lord shall be like Mount Zion, which can never be moved. In other words, if you trust in God, there is no way anything is supposed to be able to take you. The storms of life are not supposed to take you out. No matter what is happening in the world, you are ordained to be a survivor. You are ordained not only to be a survivor, but to come up on top and to su- succeed. 
But to be able to do this, you need to learn how to adapt to change. You need to learn how to embrace change. You need to know what to do when it's a season of change. Some of us don't do well at all when it's a season of change. But Apostle Paul, that great apostle of the New Testament, knew how to relate to different circumstances in life. Change is critical. He said, not that I speak in regard of want, for I have learned in whatever state I am in to be content. Verse 12, he says, I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. If you have the New Living Translation, I'll be grateful that you gave me that. He said, I know how to live with almost, I know how to live on almost nothing and with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation. Whether it is with a full stomach or empty. With plenty or with little. It's very important. It's very important. We always expect life to go the best way. The way life is designed is that life will not always go a straight line. Life is not always in a straight line. And when life does not go in a straight line, you as a child of God must know how to keep yourself in a straight line. Though life is not designed to function in a straight line, for you as a child of God, you can live your life in a straight line. How? By knowing how to maximize change. Apostle Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can. He said, I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Strength to live with everything and strength to live with nothing. Some people, the little crisis they go through, they, they are reduced to beggars. Everybody must hear about them because they don't know how to handle little. You must know it. Change is critical for survival. If you must survive the various changing seasons of life, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, then you must learn how to change. Change. Sometimes you have to change what you eat. In these times, some of you, you used to be eating at certain exotic restaurants. Now, in this season, with your salary maybe probably cut down, you cannot continue. With your job lost, maybe you cannot continue. You cannot continue to live a certain lifestyle. Why? Because the seasons may not allow it. Sometimes it may be a change that is initiated by a certain kind of sickness. God forbid it, but it may necessitate that you cut down your life, you begin to do things, eat certain foods you are not used to, associate with certain people you don't like. It's critical that you open up to change. Number four, change is essential for progress in life. To progress in life, you must change. The Bible says we are ordained for continuous progress. Continuous progress demands continuous changes. You must continuously be changing. For your organization to stay relevant, it must constantly be changing. Evaluate the way you used to do things. After COVID-19, we need to evaluate a lot of things. How do we run church? How do we run our families? How do we run our finances? These are things that we may have to sit down. Some people, after the first week, the second week of the lockdown, things were very difficult. And it's not like they were not working, but because they were simply not in charge of their lives. Change is essential for progress. The Bible says the path of the just is like a shining light that shines more and more onto a perfect day. If you must continue to experience consistent progress, then you must embrace change. Open to change. 
for any society to experience progress, it needs to be open to change. Many, many, many years ago or centuries ago, they used to ride on donkeys. Use donkeys. Donkeys and horses. They used to ride them. Then, man changed and then came in the age of vehicles. So we started driving vehicles and the vehicles also changed. We moved from manual vehicles to automatic vehicles and people who were struggling with change were still saying, oh, manual vehicles are better. It is nice. It is, it is very, it's more masculine because they are not willing to change. And now the world is talking about self-driving vehicles. Very soon, you may not need a driver. You sit in your car, you set it up and it begins to drive you. That is the era we are coming into. The world is progressing because it's constantly changing. If you are going to progress as a person, you must constantly be changing. Your mentality must be changing. Your attitude must be changing. Your character must be changing. Your appetite must be changing. You can't continue to stay the same and expect progress. No. Anything that progresses changes. If your spiritual life is going to see progress, you have to change. You have to change your prior life. You have to change how many times you listen to the word of God. You have to change some of your friends. Some of the people around you. They don't challenge you. They don't provoke you onto good works. This is the time to audit your life and see who must go and who must come in. Your life must constantly be changing if you must see continuous and gradual process. I see you walk in progress. I see you experience continuous progress. This season shall soon be over and it will be ushered into a season of unprecedented progress. Even as you sit down and you reflect areas of your life that you can change in order to advance and make progress in your life. Number four, five, sorry, change makes you relevant. You must understand that as children of God, we are ordained for relevance. Daniel was so relevant. Joseph was relevant and you and I are ordained to be relevant. The Bible said we are the salt of the earth. The light of the word and the salt of the earth. He said, where, where if the salt has lost its ever, wherewith shall it be sorted? It is hence good for nothing. It loses its relevance. And anything that refuses to change loses relevance. Anything that loses to uh, refuses to change loses relevance. You may be a good secretary, but maybe the one the thing you know to do is to use a typewriter. You don't know how to use computer. You don't know how to listen. It's a matter of time. No matter how your boss likes you, sooner or later there will come a young man, young woman who understands the language of computer, and you will no longer be needed. To stay relevant, you must continuously be changing, improving your life, finding ways, better ways of doing the same things. Number six, makes you highly competitive. Change makes you highly competitive. Life is a race, whether you like it or not. The Bible says, wherefore, seeing we are so compassed about with a great cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which is so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race set before us. There is a race set before you. Paul said, they that run in the race, run all, but one receiver the prize. Run that you may obtain. Again, the Bible says, the race is not to the swift, the battle is not to the strong. So, life is a race, whether you like it or not. Some people sometimes get ahead of us because they are quick to change and we are not so quick to change. It's important. If Africa will be able to catch up with the world, we need to 
Saints, many things. The way we think, the way our culture, a lot of things need to change about us. Change is critical if you are going to stay competitive. If your business is going to stay competitive after this season, if your life is going to stay competitive, if your profession, you are going to stay competitive, you have to constantly be changing. Know what's happening. Know the latest stuff on the net so you can stay updated and fresh. May the grace of God rest upon you. The Swiss Watch Company lost its the greater. It was highly leading the market at the time, but it lost it because when it needed to change, it could not design it. It lost it. You won't lose relevance. Change makes you innovative. Change makes it innovative. Change makes you innovative. The Bible said, I wisdom dwell with prudence and find out the knowledge of witty invention. Be open to change because change makes you innovative. In the time there is a crisis, we see that innovations are coming up. Innovations are coming up. I had this week of a, a rapid diagnostic test that has been developed by KNUST. Until this time, we, we didn't know that they could do stuff like that. But when the borders were closed and we decided to mind our own business, DADFESM, a lot of things are coming up. A lot of things that we didn't know, certain potential that is hidden, buried in our people are coming up. Why? Because we decided to do things differently. We decided we are not going to be importing stuff. Because even if you want to import, there is no nation that is open for imports. So when we open ourselves to change the way we do things, when we decide that a lot of the things that we use are being imported from outside and it's affecting our economy, we are going to do things on our own locally. It can make a lot of difference for us as a nation. It will bring the creativity in our people and it will make us advance as a nation. Number eight, change challenges your potential. The Bible says, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. There's so much great potential in you. There's such potential you have no idea of. There's so much potential. For you who is born again, God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above, according to the power at work in you. There is so much power at work in you. And what pulls out that power is challenge. Anytime you are presented, you are confronted with change. You see that your potential is coming off. You will never know the magnitude of your potential until you are confronted with change. You will never know some of the things you can do. We never knew that KNUST could do rapid diagnostic tests until we were pushed with the change of COVID-19. Now they say they are contemplating on uh, University of Ghana and some group of scientists are thinking of coming up with a vaccine. Africans thinking about vaccine. All my life, every vaccine we have known has always come from the West. Now Africans are thinking about vaccine. Why? Because change pulls out, draws out our potential. So this season, the changes you are going through, the challenge you are going through, don't sit down and just be crying. Think, what can I do? What is the way out? Because there is a way out. There is always a way out for you as a child of God. The child of God can never be stranded. The Bible said there's no temptation that is taking you except that which is common to man. God is faithful that he will make a way of escape. So for every challenge, there is a way out. 
You are jobless. There's a way out. There's a way out. That marital challenge, there's a way out. If you be open to change, you will see the limitless opportunities available for you. Change access you into new opportunities. Every time we embrace change, a great and effectual door is set before us. When you change, many opportunities open up to you. The moment you change the way you think, the way you think about a degree, a lot of opportunities will open up to you. The way you think about work, a lot of opportunities. There are many people who say there are no jobs because their mind is not working well. There are no jobs. They have already stereotyped in their mind the kind of work they want to do. But the work that's available, they don't want it. So they will continue to beg, send mobile, send text messages to ask people for help. Listen, there is always a job for those who want to do it. It's very important. I know a, a, a young man who was trained as a laboratory technologist. But after struggling to be posted for a long time, he decided to venture into IT. And as I speak to you, he's doing very well in IT. Two words apart. Anytime you decide to change, new opportunities open to you. There are no jobs for him at the lab, but there are jobs in the area of IT. When he decided to explore, until we lose, we are courageous enough to leave the shore, we cannot explore what is beyond for us. Change. And then of course, because failure to change can be very, very costly. When you have to change and you refuse to change, when you are 20 year old but you are thinking like an 8 year old when you are turning 40 and you are still reasoning like you are in your 20s when you refuse to change life can be very costly life can be very costly you see the reason why a lot of people fear change and they don't want to change is because they fear they fear the cost of change but listen the cost of change is always cheaper than the cost of not changing the cost of change I will not tell you that changing is easy. Changing will cost you something. But if you fail to change, you will pay something higher than if you have paid the price to change. Let me read a story to you. Those of you who are in business or whatever you are doing, that I'm sure will be a blessing to you. In the early 70s, the Swiss watch industry was confronted with the challenge of change. The idea of quartz technology which was to change watches from balance wheel mechanism came into being. The Swiss watch makers thought an electronic watch was unnecessary. Therefore, they hesitated embracing the change. Their attitude was informed by the fact that they had always dominated the market and at their time, their market position was strong. However, the refusal to change brought a disastrous decline to the Swiss industry. Between the 1970 and 1988, employment in their, in their industry fell from 90,000 to 28,000. Several watch-making factories either closed, went into insolvency, or disappeared. The number of factories fell from 1,600 to a mere 600. The switch, the Swiss called the period the great watch decline while the Jap japanese and the americans called it the quartz revolution so you see they had the market they dominated the market everything was well 
and most of us, when we are in a season of pleasantness, season of prosperity, because we don't think that things will change. That's why people can live and they never ride their wheel. They are living and they have no wheel. Because the African man thinks that when I write my will, it means that I'm going to die. Well, let me tell you, whether you write it or not, you will die. So it's better you write it and you know where your estate will go to, what will happen to your children, what will happen to your wife, than just leave yourself agile. Because whether you like it or not, the change will come. There's a time to be born and a time to die. So if there is going to be a change where you will not be strong or you will die, you better prepare yourself. I pray that grace will rest upon you. The wisdom of God will be your portion. That in this season, you reflect on your life. The changes you need to make. The friends you need to change. The relationship you need to change. The financial management policies you must put in place in your place of work. The way you need to handle your employers and employees. How you run your business. Moving it from uh, store to store to online. Whichever platform. I pray that the wisdom of God, the grace of God, the courage and the boldness to overcome the conflict that you will always be confronted at the curve of change. May that grace be your portion. And as you change, may God usher you into the finest of season, the best season of your life. You are going on top and you are not going under. You are going higher, you are not going lower. May the grace of God lift you from where you are and change your position for good. You are blessed. Maybe you watch the video, you are not born again, you want to say, Pastor, I want to be born again, I want to give my life to the Lord. Well, I am happy to do that. Pray with this simple prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for the privilege of hearing your word. I admit I'm a sinner. I call upon you. Come into my life. Forgive me my sin. Be my Lord and my Savior. I believe you died for me and you rose again for my salvation. Thank you for saving me and making me brand new. I give you praise, glory, honor for making me your own. I boldly confess I'm a new creature in Christ. Thank you, Father, for your love. In Jesus' much less name. If you pray that prayer, just send us a mail, send us a WhatsApp. We want to stay in touch with you and be able to get in touch with you. Till I see you on Wednesday, remain blessed, knowing that you are deeply loved. Bye. Pastor Afuako has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory success and limitless prosperity to get a copy of this message and other messages as well as books by pastor afuapa please call 0540-122-670 or email us at faithhousechapel at yahoo.com get interactive with pastor afuapa on facebook twitter and instagram you can also visit our website at www.faithhousechapel.com for any further information. Log on and be part of our power-packed online services live every Sunday for our celebration service at 9am and every Wednesday for our discovery service at 7pm on Facebook and YouTube using the handle Faith House Charismatic Chapel International. God richly bless you. Faith